0: Welcome to the Digital Edge with Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway. Your hosts, both legal technologists, authors, and lecturers, invite industry professionals to discuss a new topic related to lawyers and technology. You're listening to Legal Talk
1: Network. Welcome to the 83rd edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers and Technology. We're glad to have you with us. I'm Sharon Nelson, president of Sensei Enterprises. And I'm Jim Calloway,
2: director of the Oklahoma Bar Association's Management Assistance Program. Today our topic is Microsoft Surface Pro 3, the tablet that really can replace a laptop. We are happy to welcome today Sharon's husband and business partner, John Simic as our guest. John is the vice president of Sensei Enterprises and holds more digital forensics and IT certifications than anyone else I know. You may also know John as the co-host of the Legal Talk Network's Digital Detectives podcast. John is the co-author of 12 books on legal technology issues with two more slated to come out this year and a frequent speaker on the lecture circuit where he talks about information technology, information security, and digital forensics. Thanks for joining us today, John.
3: Thanks, Jim. Maybe I can use this podcast as practice for our other one.
1: (laughs) We'll see if that works for you. Let, let, let me preface this by explaining how we came to the this, this particular tablet, which is just wonderful. The Surface Pro 3 is great. Um, John and I were at the ABA annual meeting in Boston, and, and we saw it in a, a store up there, and we looked at it, and, and we went away, and, and we came back, and we looked at it again, and it was just so attractive, and the salesman really said, well, I think they got it right this time. He said, I really couldn't honestly say that about the first two, but the 3, the 3 is really fantastic. So it took us a couple more months, but we finally decided to buy one, and I've been using it ever since, and I've given it the acid test. I took it with me when we lectured in uh, Madrid, Spain, uh, and onward to Barcelona, and so that was a 10-day trip, and I was able to do everything on the Surface Pro 3 that I could have done on my laptop, and so I am a true convert and a true fan, and this is the first instance we have ever seen of a tablet that really replaced your laptop. So, with that as preface, John, why don't you explain some of the features that are included with the Surface Pro Three? Well,
3: there's actually quite a quite a few, and, and as, as you said, it's it's really a laptop replacement. But it, it has Bluetooth, so you can do all kinds of Bluetooth accessories. There's a, a USB 3.0 port on it, so there's only one USB, but that's okay. You can you know chain off of that if you need that. Comes a solid state hard disk, so it's very fast. Uh, it has wireless connectivity. Uh, it supports the latest uh, standards, 802.11ac, as well as the older uh, A, B, G, and N wireless. The screen's 12 inches. Uh, the resolution's 2160 by 1440. It has a micro SD card slot in it. Uh, there's a headset jack, so you can you know plug your earphones and that stuff in it. A mini display port. It has a kickstand, so you can actually you know set it up. If you've probably seen those commercials, you see that that, that kickstand that holds it up. And it's got all kinds of other gizmos in it, uh, like the iPad has the accelerometer and GPS and, and a, a magnometer and all kinds of things like that as well, and front and rear cameras to it. And, and I know, Sharon, you're, you are very familiar with the camera in the Surface Pro 3.
1: <laughs> that, that, the only thing problem I had with the Surface Pro 3 is that the first time I actually used it, I didn't have John with me. And somehow at a business meeting at the Virginia State Bar, I hit something. And I, I not only opened the camera program, I started automatically taking pictures of the guy across from me. And I couldn't figure out how to back out of it. So I had to turn the machine off and, and turn it back on again. Uh, but that was the, the first and only gaffe. And I still don't know what I did. <laughs>
2: Well, we may interest a lot of people in these, John. So let's start out by talking about the uh, various configurations and also the cost of this uh, pr- product.
3: Yeah, there's, there's five uh, configurations that it's available in. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, expect to pay what you would pay for, for a laptop. I mean, it is very powerful, and it's a laptop replacement. Um, the models run at the low end with, with the 64-gig. Uh, again, they're solid-state drives, 64-gig drive, 1.5 gigahertz. That's an i3. A processor an intel i3 four gigs of ram and that's 799 dollars. the next level up is 128 gig 1.9 gigahertz i5 processor again with four gigabytes of ram and that's 999 dollars a 200 then it moves to 256 gig uh, with an i5 processor but but now you've moved up into eight gigs of ram and that's twelve hundred and ninety-nine dollars then the then 256 gig and then the i7 processor again, with eight gigs of RAM, and that's 1549 And then the highest, uh, most powerful version that they sell is 512 gig hard disk, uh, i7 with eight gigs, and that's 1949 So you can see as the prices move on up there, it does tend to be a little bit pricey, but it's it's in the same realm as a, as a laptop would be with the same specs.
1: Well, I think they'd be interested to hear which version I have, because I'm not sure I would have been happy with a lower version.
3: Well, the version that you you have is the 256 gig uh, 1.7 gigahertz i7 processor. so it's it's the second one from the top uh, oh, right primarily uh, for the for the for the memory. I thought it was it's more important uh, I believe to have a configuration where you've got eight gigs of memory uh, as opposed to four, and you're not going to start getting that until you hit the 256 gig versions. So the middle of the road the i five processor uh, version will give you eight gig. Um, that's thirteen hundred bucks, roughly. Uh, but we stepped up one more for for your model.
1: And, and I would recommend that because lawyers have no patience, I have no patience, uh, and this is just, it is lightning fast what I bought, and that's what lawyers love. So um, having said that, John, I know the question that we've been asked a lot recently, because a lot of people have talked to us about the Surface Pro 3, um, they want to know about the battery life, and um, a lot of the Apple users have asked us how it compares to the iPad, so why don't you tell us about that? The um, The... The
3: specified battery life that they, they advertise is nine hours of, of web surfing. Now, you're going to do more than web surfing stuff. Uh, a lot of the bloggers that are out there that have actually uh, run it through the paces and tests, uh, they say you can reliably get about eight hours of, of real-world usage uh, on the on the battery. As compared to the iPad, the iPad is much, much better. I mean, that's 10-plus hours uh, on the iPad. Uh, it, and that's one of the wonderful things about that, so it does kick kick the butt on the the service pro three from a from a battery life perspective.
1: but on the other hand, if it, you know who's going to be on the machine eight hours without it ever going into hibernation i I certainly have never found right. that I had a problem, and of course, I automatically charge all my machines at night anyway, like most of us do. so i I don't find that an impediment, uh, although I do tip my hat to Apple. They do have the better battery life on the iPad.
2: Well, what makes the Surface Pro 3 a better unit than the two prior versions, John?
3: Well, I think I think as Sharon said, it's it's really become a a laptop replacement. Um, It runs Windows 8.1, so not Windows 8. So it's it's the upgraded version where you kind of, which is the uh, the hybrid where you you've got a little bit of the 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 active tiles, but you also have the the equivalent of like the Start button and that, that type of thing, the the menu, the standard desktop that's there. It's touch based, uh, but they were all touch based. I think the biggest thing is it's not running Windows RT, um, which gave people a lot of trouble. Uh, it limited some of the applications that you could run on it and, and install those types of things. It has the three has better resolution than than the prior versions. Uh, you have more configuration options now. You've got uh, an i3, an i5, and an i7 option, where previously you just had the i5. So I think that's those features really really uh,
1: make, make it stand out. Well, we're, I want to ask you about accessories, and I think that's a funny term because uh, according to Microsoft, the, uh, the actual keyboard is an accessory, which I find infuriating, um, but you can go ahead and talk about that and what it costs. The, the keyboard, and you're right, it's a combination keyboard uh, cover, so it protects the
3: device, uh, and I think it's an absolute necessity. You've got to have that, that keyboard. It's a full, full-size keyboard, it's $129.99. I just don't understand why Microsoft didn't roll that cost into the cost of the Surface Pro 3 and therefore include it with every single purchase because you really do need that, that keyboard. But some of the other accessories are, as I mentioned before, the micro SD card. So you can add uh, additional storage to the device using that. Uh, the mini display port, especially if you want to do any presentation type things, you know, like what we do. Uh, they they have a mini display port to vga or a mini display port to hdmi cable that you can purchase and and uh, and therefore use your um, you know run powerpoint on your on your surface pro 3 and project it out through a projection or uh, or through a, a tv using the hdmi uh, they also have available a usb 3 to ethernet connection so if you want to hardwire the thing instead of using wireless you can do that as well and, and I would suggest, too, is, is to give consideration to getting a, a Bluetooth mouse. Uh, there is a, If you do get the keyboard cover combination, uh, it does have a, a pad on it. But if you're not really a, a big pad person using that tr- trackpad kind of thing, um, because it does have Bluetooth, you can use a, a Bluetooth mouse and, and maneuver around with that. But I think what you'll find, and, and you can probably confirm this, Sharon, what you find is you, you jump back and forth between using a mouse and using swipe and finger gestures on, on the touch. So you're kind of, using the best of both worlds.
1: It, it is, but I, I mean, I do feel like I have a split personality. I'm a, I, at one moment, I'm a touch person and the next I'm working with the keyboard and the mouse. And so yeah, it, it does go back and forth, John, I agree with you. And, and people will find their own comfort level and how to work with it best. Um, and, and that just takes a little while. But it's not hard to learn because I'm not really a fast learner when it comes to everything being different. And I was able to pick this up real quickly.
2: John, you mentioned accessories. Is there a docking station also available for this?
1: Yes, they finally released a docking
3: station. Uh, it's $199.99, so 200 bucks for that. Uh, we actually have a client that's using the Surface Pro 3 as their as their main workstation, um, they have the docking station on their on their desk, and they just slap the, the the Pro 3 in there, and and off they go, just as if it were a laptop. Uh, you can you can support multi monitors off of it. The docking station has three USB 3. Ports on it, and two USB 2.0 ports. Uh, it's got the network connection, the gigabit Ethernet on it. There's the audio input and output. Uh, you can also, it's got the security slot, the Kensington security slot, so that you can, you know, strap a cable to it or whatever, and, and keep the uh, keep the docking station, you know, fixed. Uh, and there's also a mini uh, um, video display port. That's what you would connect your monitors to.
1: Let's pause for a commercial break here, and then we'll be right back.
0: visit www.servenow.com. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn too.
1: Welcome back to the Digital Edge on the Legal Talk Network. Today, our subject is Microsoft Surface Pro Three, the tablet that really can replace a laptop. And our guest is John Simic, the Vice President of Sensei Enterprises. John, uh, all we talk about it seems like is cybersecurity these days. So, talk to us about the security features of the Surface Pro Three. I
3: think the biggest one that is the availability of BitLocker. So, the BitLocker encryption. Uh, which, by the way, is enabled on your Service Pro 3. Uh, so, what that does is that encrypts the hard drive and all of its contents. Uh, you can also apply BitLocker to the micro SD card. So, you want to make sure if, if you put in one of those expansion uh, cards for storage that you also encrypt that in case you do, in fact, lose your, your Service Pro 3. Now, I, I didn't en- enable it on your sh- Sharon, on the one that you use, but. You can configure BitLocker so that it requires a, uh, effectively a power-on password. So before the system even boots, uh, you'd have to type in a password. And I know you're pretty impatient, so you didn't, you wouldn't want that.
1: <laughs> good, good guess, John.
2: <laughs> well, I guess uh, to make sure all of our listeners understand, does it run apps? Does it run software? What do you run on this device? You know, I would say software, Jim, is,
3: is really what it is. Uh, although you can get what they call applications through the Microsoft Store, <laughs> but it's really software. So anything that you can run on a regular computer, you can you can load on this, this device. Um, so Microsoft Office, as an example, which is installed on Sharon's, the, the security software, the uh, security suite is, is also installed on there. But if you want to do any graphic editing or that stuff, you want to put you know Photoshop or uh, you know we have Acrobat you know installed in Sharon's uh, Surface Pro three. So any really, any kind of software that you would run on a, on a laptop or on a regular computer is what uh, what you would end up installing on this.
1: And just to affirm, you know, when I have done real work on it, when I've used Office in particular, which is what most lawyers use that, and of course we're on the Internet and we're all responding to emails, when I've used all of that, it has been very fast. Uh, there is no diminution in performance from using my my laptop or the computer at work. So that's pretty remarkable. Um John, I I love love, and I'm sure other people do the commercials we have seen with Surface Pro 3 and their competitors uh, on television recently. So it, why don't you explain why you'd buy a Surface Pro 3 over an iPad or a MacBook Air? Well, um, let, let's talk
3: about iPad first. Um, iPad is, um, you install apps on it, you can't take just regular, you know, computer software and load that on there. There's no USB port, so getting files on and off of it is a lot more cumbersome. There's no there's no folder structure, et cetera, that's on there. So it, it becomes really not a device that would be your laptop replacement. Um, but it is lighter than the Surface Pro 3. The Surface Pro 3, though, compared to a MacBook, which is what all the commercials are, are about, the Surface Pro 3 is lighter than the MacBook Pro it's got a, that detachable keyboard. If you put that, you know, if you had the keyboard cover thing that's on it, it's touch-based as well. Uh, so, and the MacBook is not. Uh, you've got more processor options as the i3, i5, i7. There's only i th- i5 and i7 for for the for the MacBook. There's pen support, which I, I failed to mention. That you also get um, a pen so that you can write onto the the tablet itself, the screen itself. And if you push the button at the top of the pen, as if you were clicking, you know the the needle to come out, the cartridge to come out. Uh, it actually launches uh, OneNote, uh, which is on on the Surface Pro 3. There's two cameras on the Surface Pro 3, just like the iPad. And there's only one camera on the on the MacBook. From a from a weight perspective, the the iPad Air 2 is a it's about one pound is what it weighs. The Surface Pro 3 is approximately 1.7 pounds, so it's not quite double the weight, but for that, for that 0.7 pound, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I, you really, it's hard to tell the difference. I mean, it's still fairly light at that, less than two pounds.
1: Yeah, it, it is, it is really light. I don't notice much of a difference. Mm-hmm.
3: So that, that's the main difference anyway, why you would, why you would go that, that direction. But it really is, uh, works just like your laptop, but much, much lighter.
2: John, for a surprise follow-up question, uh, one of my colleagues said he actually prefers the Lenovo Yoga 3 because he uses it a lot at home and the yoga three actually works better on your lap where the surface really needs a flat surface for the kickstand to work. I, uh, we didn't brief you. I'd prepare you for that, but any <laughs> response to that?
3: I think that would be true. I, I would agree with that. Uh, it does, it does need that. I have used it on my lap as well, as well though. Um, because you don't, you wouldn't use the kickstand. I would lay the, the, the surface pro three flat and then open the cover and the keyboard. So it's also flat if you can see what I'm like a book that you, that you totally, you know, peel open. Um, But I could see where some people would, would prefer, you know, uh, exactly what your, what your friend said.
2: Well, our colleague, Narino Petro just sent me a picture of his Surface Pro 3 configuration. He has uh, not only a ScanSnap scanner hooked up to it, but two 27 inch monitors Plus a 16-inch monitor, so with the Surface screen, that's now four monitors. External DVD burner, speaker, wireless mouse, and all his wireless headset setup. So it looks kind of like a jet fighter in his office. Well, you know Narino, he's he's out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a gadget freak. That's right. So so can more than one user use the uh, Surface Pro easily?
3: Sure, it's uh, it's just like your regular Windows computer. You can have multiple profiles on it. That's another advantage over the over the iPad. The iPad's a single user device. Um, so, uh, as a, as an example, um, Sharon uses hers. She logs on using her credentials onto her, her Service Pro Three. If I ever want to use it, uh, I log on using my credentials, and so all my preferences and, and things are part of my profile, and, and they come up there too. So, yes, it uh, it, it definitely supports uh, you know, multi user.
1: Well I, I think a lot of people would like to know too can they connect it to their office network? any difficulty with that?
3: No, it works just like a regular Windows machine. Uh, you join it to the domain and in fact your your surface Pro three is joined to our domain here. So when you're in the office, you know you you participate as part of the the office network, you get your drive mappings, you connect up to the uh, to the server and get get your data and all that that stuff so uh, it, it certainly is, you know, a laptop replacement. And as I said uh, earlier, we have one one client that is using it as their their main main desktop, and they just stick the thing in that docking station. And and yes, they do have dual monitors as well. I don't know if they're twenty seven inches though. I don't think they're as big as Narino's monitors, but <laughs> <laughs> but they are running duals. I'm surprised he isn't doing 30-some odds or whatever, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm certainly very excited about the Microsoft uh, Surface Pro 3. I think it's one of the most exciting things that has come along in technology in a long while. Uh, so I am just an, an avid enthusiast, and I'm, I'm sure Microsoft would be thrilled to listen to this podcast. Um, John, are there any negatives you can think of? I think
3: perhaps people would feel cost is a negative. Uh, because it it is up there in price. Um, so, and you can get cheap laptops too. Uh, so you're not, you know, you can get the laptop functionality without spending a lot of money. Um, so that, that would be one, I would think, that, that they would complain about.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think you might be right. But, you know, what I've learned is that if you get really glitzy technology that's really fast and uh, full of features, you know, people will spend money on smartphones. And I think if you can get a true laptop replacement, people are willing to spend money on that. And that's what the audience feedback has been when we've spoken on the topic. So um, yeah, exactly. you might want to go to a, a store and just play with it for a little bit and check it out. Mm -hmm. and and that's kind of what we did just a little bit to to see, but uh, it really delivered on all of its promises, and John, thank you. Go ahead.
3: They didn't have the docking station when we went to the store at that point. That is true.
1: That is true. And
3: now they do. Well,
1: thanks so much for uh, being our guest today, John. Uh, It's pretty easy for us to grab John since he's down the hall from me, but uh, nonetheless, he is the best (laughs) expert I know right now on the Surface Pro 3 uh, on the lecture circuit, so it was a delight to have you with us. Thank you very much.
3: Thanks for, uh, for having me, and, and I hope Ben Shore doesn't uh, take offense.
1: <laughs> well, we've, ha- we've had Ben on uh, many times, so I'm sure he's not offended.
3: <laughs> well, I know I know he likes the Surface Pro 3 as well. Yes,
1: yeah, he's a big fan as well. And that does it for this edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers and Technology. And remember, you can subscribe to all of the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for joining
2: us. Goodbye, Ms. Sharon.
1: Happy trails, Cowboy. Thanks
0: for listening to The Digital Edge, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway for their next podcast covering the latest topic related to lawyers and technology.